What's going on, my people? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all, and until next time, peace. We are back, goddammit. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's Friday, and... It's Friday. Oh, it's oh, the Friday. other one. Fr- Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend. Nigga, you're singing a whole nother song. I don't know. I don't remember. He was in it too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fuck it. It sounded, it sounded right. Yeah, man. We back though, yo. Episode 241 of the pregame podcast. We are here. This is 241, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, Wole. Bri Bri, Thompson, aka's Woda Stand Up, Woe That Nigga, Woe Get On Your Nerves, <laughs> aka Brista Soldier, Bri Bri Speaks, and uh, what was the other one that you had? Oh, Bradesia. Bradesia. Bradesia Calloway. Bradesia Calloway. Jesus. And my nigga, Cool Cootie, Red Velvet. Incredible 401. Don't forget the 401. Yeah, right. And what else you got, nigga? What Ooh, other? That's, that's it. it? All right, yeah, bye. We it. here, yo. Episode 241 of the pregame pod. We got some shit to talk to y'all about. <laughs> Before we talk about the shit that we want to talk to y'all about, we going to get into some, some expert level trolling beef between one of this podcast's favorite trolls, Mr. Little Nas X, a.k.a. Montero. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the week, he went to IG Live and trolled his favorite hater and uh, purveyor. Uh, sir, per, uh, what is he? Uh, per, sir, nah, not purveyor. What the fuck is this nigga? What, what's the what's the appropriate way to describe what Boozy is to this nigga, Lil Nas X, besides a hater? He is a fan and able victim. Yes, <laughs> and fan. And fan, and fan, and secret closet Sweet fan. Baby Jesus. <laughs> so instead of explaining what happened, we just gonna play it for y'all, man. We don't own the rest of this audio, but here it go. Twenty-two year old's direction. So I've been working on this song with Lil Boosie, bro. Ooh. I had this song with Lil Boosie it's gonna come out. Fire ain't need, ain't need a lot of bread. Yeah, man. Song with Lil Boosie gonna come out. Song with Lil Boosie gonna come out. As Boosie experienced the inevitable blowback, he decided to address the online chatter on Sunday, October 24th with a Twitter post. If y'all think the whole world hate me, y'all tripping. I have international love and respect for how I am, what I stand for. And never forget, there's a ghetto in every city, state, country, etc. who rock with Boosie for real, for real. Hashtag the realest. Boosie has made his feelings toward Lil Nas X crystal clear over the past couple of years. It started innocently enough in July 2019, shortly after Lil Nas X revealed he was gay. Boosie replied to the news, now you know what he was riding on the Old Town Road. But Boosie's mm. remarks have grown increasingly more angry since, and the collaboration claims seem to be just the trigger he needed to go off. Mm. Stop trolling me. He wrote in a since-deleted Twitter post, you a whole playing with a gangster, SMH. You can keep sucking and getting in your in peace. And hashtag mm. you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. And you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Par for the course, the reactions to Boosie's tweets were mixed, with some siding with Boosie and others blasting him for his inflammatory commentary. Meanwhile, Lil Nas X stayed in character and replied to the uproar with comedy. I am truly saddened. I have never have been so mortified in my life. 
I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October. So I gotta know what you think about Boosie's comments on Nas X, and also what Little Nas X had to say back to Boosie. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Yo. <laughs> it gets funnier every time, bro. It gets funnier every fucking time. Oh shit! So react, man. Besides the laughter, like, oh, you fell for it, homie. That's all. You fell for it, like <laughs> dummy, <laughs> like dummy. I don't know, man. He just <sighs> let people be, man. That's all. If that's you, that's you. I understand people's gonna have their opinions, but it's like, yo, bro, like you've been on this man's neck since like Old Town Road, and that came out how many years ago? And you're constantly, Two years. Like, I mean, like, you're constantly on this dude's, like, like, yo, like, let me be, bro. I'm just an artist that's open. You know what I mean, I enjoy what I do. I make good music, and that's it. Like, yeah, have your opinion and leave it at that. Be every fucking month or every other month, anything, like, on the cuffs of, like, sec bisexual or gay, you're just like, mm, I don't know. I got an opinion on it. And it's, like, always targeted at him. Mm -mm -mm. So yo, leave that brother be, man. He don't, he ain't bothering nobody. He's just living his best life. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Bradesia, little Nas X is just being true to himself, and and he himself is an expert level troller. I love it. Okay. Who trolls better than him right now? Uh, right now, I can say he's like up there with Fifty Cent for me. I think wow. he's past. He's past Fifty by a lot. Wow. Cause like what he does, fifty don't fifty goes for outrage and shit like that. Like he 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 goes at people to be fucked. But I'm to talking be a in terms of his persistence. Mm. He's I, better I by know. a lot. I think it's fifty here and not Lil Nas X all the way up here, especially with the niggas that really don't fuck with him. Like this bougie shit is genius, my nigga. <laughs> This bougie shit is genius. Did I show y'all the, the the pictures, the IG photos? Oh yeah, with with, with, with this nigga doing the Elton Elton John shoot, shoot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and boozy. I don't know who did that, but I'm sure Lil Nas paid him. Lil Nas X paid them niggas. <laughs> paid him a nice little handsome price. Somebody, all the internet is just that hilarious. But bruh, he's he's just that that kid is different, bruh. Just give him his give him his flowers. Facts. Montero is a funny ass nigga, man. He is. <laughs> he said, "I'm, I'm more, <laughs> I'm sad, I'm so shy." <laughs> and it's facts because they haven't played Halloween Town all fucking, mm -hmm. all fucking October, and that's because everything is on Disney Plus. But it's still hilarious. I thought he was about to say some shit. <laughs> Got all of us, little fucker. <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, boozy, man. If it's okay, if you like. Looked into another man's eyes on accident and liked that shit and felt the spark, my nigga. It's okay, bro. Just come out. Paying paying strippers the fuck you. It kind of it kind of piggybacks off with when um the time that me you and Papa, we was like yo how Jamaicans like they don't condone that shit. I, I think I think Boozy's on that plat like platform, but because he's like. He's just like so public about it. It's like nah, this shit ain't it. Da da da. It's like yo, yeah. fam, like. It's okay. It's all right. Like, yes, we know you don't. You're not a fan of it, but accept it. This is this is 2021. <laughs> it's just it's hard. It's hard. Clearly, it's a challenge. But yeah, um, a, yeah, man. It's and then you have a whole bunch of domino effects of shit that you doing to your kids. Like, mm -hmm. The fact that he was picking his kids' hair with, with a pick, mad hard and shit. Like, I'm like, yo, boozy, like, bro, what what are we doing? What are we doing, bro? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just I'm. 
I'm done with him. Boosie is like the epitome of toxic masculinity. Mm. He is like, he embodies it in every way. And Lil Nas X is just like, okay, let's see how far this goes. And he just keeps going. He just keeps going. And he just keeps going. He's, he's going to say something else? Keep it going. Right, so keep awesome. it going. Keep it going. It's like a game, I feel like. It is. Oh, yeah. That's why he's and, better than 50. Because he's not just troll. 50 tries to troll everybody. He's not just trolling Ja Rule. He commenting on random shit. The whole thing when he was like talking about all of his employees that were acting like saying Rotini owed him money and this nigga owed him money. He was mm-hmm. doing that for like six months. Why you keep calling out niggas that oh and you and and you you owe me fifty thousand you owe me twenty thousand you owe me ten thousand stay relevant exactly but Lil Nas X ain't doing that because he's active and he's making good I mean his album didn't blow anybody out of the water but it was a decent project it got it got yeah, it got it, got, it got some solid reviews you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just it's just to me it's just hilarious it's just hilarious but um shout out to Lil Nas X man let's um transition to another topic that I almost forgot about, but it was the first one I sent y'all this week, hmm. last Sunday. A gay African-American comedian by the name of Samson McCormick weighed in on the Dave Chappelle stuff. Hmm. And the Dave Chappelle stuff is what we're going to talk about again at length because he responded to the LGBT plus community with the five-minute uh, um, soliloquy uh, at one of his shows. Mm-hmm. So, Samson McCormick basically said what a lot of people in the comedian world have already said and how some other black folk who are smart enough to understand the difference between somebody sharing an invitation to have more dialogue so they can be educated versus all out hate speech. Mm-hmm. And as a gay black man, he acknowledged that there is very much um, a much alive culture within the LGBTQ community where there are white gay folk who are still inherently racist. Mm-hmm. And he watched different clips of his trans, Dave Chappelle's The Closer, when he was speaking on the trans issues. And he broke it all down. And if you, like, he broke it all down within, like, 15 seconds. All you got to do is go back and watch that shit and understand that a lot of this stuff, he's talking about the hypocrisy of minorities and how this group is marginalized, but they want to be the most marginalized. Like we had said on, on here before, when we had this conversation the first time, and she's used this terminology several fucking times on this podcast over the last couple of years, niggas want to participate in the oppression Olympics. Mm-hmm. We're more oppressed, no, we're more oppressed. Well, we've been persecuted for over 20 years. Well, we've been, we're getting killed, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's stupid. Like, what we all, we all getting killed. Fighting the same fucking battle. Yeah, man. And it's like, should we, we already found out that uh, Destiny Sarah, whatever Destiny Sarah Hampton, the bitch with the three names, the transgender woman that they made the face of that movement with the Netflix walkout last week. Mm-hmm. We already found out she tweeted a bunch of anti Asian shit. We already found out that she tweeted a whole bunch of racist and prejudice bullshit. So now her credibility is shot, and it's just at this point, like, what the fuck? Just what the fuck? So what did you guys feel about? Um, Dave Chappelle's response and his invitation to to have a conversation and the lie that the transgender community mm-hmm. said last week. Yo, mm-hmm. bro, Heavily. the lie that they said about inviting mm-hmm. him when he never Heavily. got called. 
and he has no reason to lie. This is the mm-hmm. most. In, the, this nigga got more integrity than in his body, in his whole body, than some people have ever fucking seen in seconds, and minutes, and in, in hours of their life. So there's no need for this nigga to lie. So he got that out of here. He never got an invitation from them. And he made his list of demands, as he fucking should, mm-hmm. as the nigga with all the power. The trans community don't have... The transgender Netflix employees, my nigga, what power do you have? I'm going to walk out. All right, you be replaced. <laughs> all right. Shit, we got to hire us, baby. 200 <laughs> so, y'all. We got to sign on bonus. <laughs> 200 of y'all can leave. You don't think there's 200 starving, fresh out of college writers and producers waiting to take your fucking spot? At the top streaming platform in the in the world, my mm-hmm. nigga, fuck out of here. What are you talking about? But how do y'all feel about it? I'll let Brigo on this one because I went, I kind of went first on that one. I'll take you first. Nah, nigga, you going first? <laughs> Jesus you Christ! A nah, nigga, you going first? You heard me? Nah, no, I'm not. I'm going respectfully because I kind of my nigga. She going first. Jesus Christ! Why so assertive? I'm <laughs> like, fuck. If she doesn't want to go first, nah, nah, you going first, bro. <laughs> you going first, bro. Jeez, you going first, Bradesia. Yeah, Golly. shoot, giggling ass. <laughs> giggling ass. <laughs> go ahead, Queen. You got the floor. You got the floor. So, uh, you talked about integrity, and everybody doesn't get handed out. The opportunity to build integrity because nobody's just born with integrity you build it it's, it's a choice and when you think about somebody like Dave Chappelle I don't see him apologizing for anything that he's saying because he's not gonna say anything that he needs to apologize for that part that's part of like the integrity there's always a point to his stories he gets on stage and puts a mirror up to society and motherfuckers is mad mm. The only people I think would be mad about something that's like, it's not even against them. It's against the worst parts of them. Mm -hmm. You got a problem with that. That means you haven't come to terms with the worst part of you and you still think that's the best part. Mm. Or a part that's acceptable. Regardless of the group that you belong to, hate towards anybody else, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's never been okay. It never will be okay. Mm-hmm. So why do we keep, ugh, like you said, why, why do we keep doing this? Yeah, I mean, I'm over the conversation. I'm just, I'm, no, no, no. I mean, why do we? Why do we as human beings keep having like the oppression Olympics? And it's like a, I want to fight for the most power over other people. Mm-hmm. It's never what it's supposed to be about. Yeah. It's about equity at the end of the day. Real equity. True equity. But motherfuckers don't want none of that. They want that scratch. They want the clout. It's like, come on, man. If you're being who you are and what some would deem one of the most difficult areas, ask Boosie, to be vulnerable (laughs) about, how could you then do something so superficial as hate somebody else. Mm. Mm. This is to all of the people who belong to minority groups and hate on other minority groups. Mm. That part. Red Velvet! Um, I wish it would have happened a little bit sooner. 
I mean, granted, I understand he's on the road and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish he would have addressed a little bit sooner. And I think he most definitely hit the nail on the head as far as I can look. Like, I'm available. We can have this discussion. I want to have this discussion. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that he emphasized that he really wants to have the conversation shows integrity on his part. And one thing about Dave Chappelle, I feel he he's, uh, granted his profession is a comedian, but in my eyes, I always see him as an activist. And the fact that it's just like, yo, listen, we're just trying to have a conversation, a dialogue where it's just like, yo, listen, like, I'm no better than you. I mean, and the gentleman that uh, did the video was like, yo, I'm a gay black man. He's pissing off two two people. I'm black and I'm gay. Now, I mean, Wanda Sykes said it I'm uninterrupted at the shop. I'm a woman, black, and I'm gay. I'm pissing off three groups. And for for the gentleman that was saying like, hey, look, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree whatsoever. I think he's honestly right. And I'm in, I'm part of this community. He's like, yes, I may not dress as a drag queen. I may not put the nail polish. I, but I am gay. And, and I'm I a go, black man. And I'm a black man. And I agree with this man. Mm-hmm. What more do you want from me? And I think if you're Dave Chappelle. Now, if you're Dave Chappelle, and I mm-hmm. think he he just understands the the demographics of comedy and the demographics of what his message that he was trying to per se, which or, he, which he technically delivered. Mm-hmm. It's just like you have to really just be ten, um, excuse me, tentative listening. Where it's like, hey, look, like I'm not saying some shit that you don't know. I mean, I po- I, I'm going to polish it so you can get like, a clear vision of it, which he did. And um, I most definitely agree with Bree as far as that whole, like, yo, the oppression Olympics. It's like, yo, I'm better because we're gay. Well, I'm better because, you know, that gay people wasn't allowed. Well, I'm better because I'm black. Well, I'm Hispanic. Well, I'm Native American. It's like, yo, fam, like, oppression is oppression. No matter how you look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's unfortunate, but... So overall, to your response, man, he didn't miss. He didn't miss at all. I feel like he got his direct message of people really are listening to him. I'm sure he probably got backlash on his on his platform. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the comments are like, oh, why would you support Dave? This and the third. Dave's not for us. All this extra shit you don't understand. You're not really gay. You're a poser. Da, 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 da. And I want to, I wish I, um, I, I have the clip. I mean, I want to most definitely read the comments. I'm sure there's going to be a comment or two in that bitch saying that. But it's like, yo, man, truth hurts. And nobody likes to face the truth. And um, I love your analogy as far as that mirror. Like, that's just really fucking true. It's like, yo, this is the harsh reality. And let's have this conversation. I really hope that Dave has a co- uh, conversation. And I really hope Netflix backs him up and puts it. Tessa Randos, who is one of the bosses over there, he got his back. No, nah, I know he got his back. But I want it to be... I wouldn't even say like a top news channel. But I really want him to put a special up. He's, he's got with a comedy. movie coming. Yeah, but I want him to have that there. So it's like, yo, listen, like, I address the Netflix style, or I address a certain group that disagree with me, rather if you're a high platform or low platform. I want to have this dialogue, and I want that to be captured. It's like, yo, listen, this is really, this is some shit. This is some real shit that we really got to address. I don't necessarily feel like... It needs to be happening privately? I don't think the conversation needs to be recorded and shared with the public. I think... Because it's such a, uh, a sensitive issue for members in that community who are being sincere about their intentions and actually mm-hmm. feel persecuted and le- legit don't understand where Dave is coming from, from a, from a comedic perspective, I think that conversation needs to just be held in private. And if there are cameras there, which could happen, could be, could be for, you know, a documentary like 
Kevin Hart, don't fuck this up later, mm. later down the line. But I don't necessarily feel like we need to see it. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be every trans person in the fucking world that's going to be in that. No, hand. of course. It's only going to be a handful of people speaking on behalf of a community that's way larger and way bigger than themselves. And Dave isn't speaking for everybody. He's only representing himself. Mm-hmm. He's representing what he said. And he's going to stand 10 toes down on what he said. And these people are going to come in and they're going to try to, like, have their fucking guards up and, and come all aggressive. I mean, yeah, of course they're going to do But something. Dave ain't going to be on that time. No, Dave I know. an old man. He know the game. Like, that conversation ain't going to go the way they think it's going to go. And So when do you when do you finally put this to bed? Because it's After honest, they have the conversation. But, honestly, but I don't, I honestly feel like that first demand ain't going to be met. So I don't think it's gonna happen. But no, nah, I don't think not... all the transgender people that were picking in last week at, at Netflix headquarters are gonna watch the closer from beginning to end because they are they they already they're caught up. Really. They are already yeah. got caught up in that character of being so mortified, so offended that they can't even get through it. So they're not even gonna meet the first demand. And and for the ones that do, mm-hmm. um, the second demand was. To get rid of his shit, like off office on Netflix. The... That's not happening. To get no, rid of, of promo posters, and that's just not happening. And then the third one is hilarious. I mean, tell <laughs> you got to admit that Hannah Gatsby is not funny. That's that's a really good joke because she's not. <laughs> 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 Have you guys watched the net on Netflix? No, it came out two years ago. I didn't see it. It's no. it's one of the it's more of a political statement, a political. Uh, a political keynote address than mm-hmm. it is a stand-up. Because um, Hannah Gatsby, I'm not sure if she's a trans woman. I think she's just a lesbian woman mm-hmm. who had some serious trauma, was molested by her stepfather when she was a little girl, and had tremendous self, you know, self self-esteem issues because of it. And, you know, she's large, she's a large woman, she's from Australia. You know, gay gayness out there is like it is in Africa. Like it's super taboo and frowned upon, and you get beat up and put in the hospital for that shit. But Nanette won all of these. It won like a won like an Emmy, and everyone was like brava because it was so progressive and all that shit. But there was very little jokes in that bitch. (laughs) It was just an hour long political commentary on this world, Western society, how we treat people of the members of the LGBTQ community. And her experience with all of that, and actually, you know, her her struggles being a comedian and trying to come up through the ranks and all that shit too. And she's a white woman, so yeah, what was me? That's kind of like the mentality with a lot mm-hmm. of these niggas, these gay niggas. But uh, <laughs> that sounds wild. But these niggas is gay. I think that's just a trait of bad people in general. Mm. Mm. So what do you when do you finally put this to rest after the conversation, or do you keep if the conversation on? happens? I don't want to hear no more about it. I don't. And he said he's done telling jokes about it. That's the part that people are forgetting too. Go back. Go back. You can't mm. say these gay niggas. Like you got some of these gay niggas. Some of but, these gay, like the community. No, because you when you say it like that, it sounds like you're talking about the whole community. Yeah, some of these and gay I niggas. Some of these yeah. Some of these gay niggas. Some of these gay ass niggas that are clout chasing. That's what this I, all... I honestly at think the end is, of the day, that's point. all it is. I think because even point. when Hannah Gatsby said something last week, she wasn't complaining about Dave Chappelle um, being... Uh, what's the name? Uh, what is it? Not Kyle Jenner. Um, is it Kyle Jenner? 
Caitlyn Jenner. No, the, the, Nigga, I don't care about her. No, but even then, it's like, Caitlyn Jenner. I saw that she endorsed yeah. it, blah blah blah. But she's all she. She also used to be a white man, so she knows. She knows. But um, she's part Caitlyn of. Caitlyn Jenner has that. a whole different. I understand, level but of, you can't cancel that. Like cancel what? You can't cancel that her statement. I mean, it's like yo. I'm I saying be a man. It's cool that girl. she did it, but that was also an attention grab for her. All of this, all of this shit seems to be for clout. The only person that looks genuine in all of this is Dave Chappelle. Mm. Since it came out. And he's been genuine about the idea of... He's been genuine in questioning the ideas of how they were able to have so much progress in 35, 40 years versus us after 400 plus. And they're pretty much right at the same table with us in terms of... The laws that have been passed in order to protect them, keep them safe. Thanks. The spaces that have that have been created so they can fucking move around and live their life and be openly gay. The the eggshells people have to walk on when they're in the public eye and not a comedian and can't just say what the Chappelle said. Like if uh if uh, uh, another <laughs> you Bill Burr, <laughs> you know he's fucking <laughs> well Bill Burr he not a, not a comedian like. Like with Boozy. Boozy's the perfect example. Mm. Boozy, is, he's a celebrity, but he's like C-tier. Mm. And he's a rapper. And so homophobia has been written in that culture, in our in our hip-hop culture forever. Right. But anytime he says something about Lil Nas X, there's two black men going against each other, but one of them is much younger and very out, outwardly gay. And even though niggas can cancel Boozy, mm-hmm. it won't make a difference because he has no impact. He has no influence. Mm. Dave has a lot of influence mm. too much which is why when he mentioned in his five minute joint all the fucking festivals that wanted his film are now like nah we don't want it no more we're not mm. going to touch it because we don't want to endorse the film have it at our festival and lose viewership lose dollars because there are CEOs and, and, and motherfuckers and companies that are gay gay mm. white men and that's his point you can't like proving my point. Yeah, pr- literally by the outbur- the outrage of just him speaking his mind, mm-hmm. just that alone before the protest last week at Netflix. That is his point. Mm. I can't ask questions about this community. I can't say I am legitimately confused on how you guys are able to get so much done for your community. To boister yourselves and to make and to insulate yourself within this country and wherever else in the world, but people of color are still getting killed at five or six a clip weekly by the police, unreported. We get one every other month, or nice. one every couple weeks, nice. but it happens daily, and it might happen daily where you know gay people are being killed, persecuted, and that gets swept under the rug too. But that's much more recent. That's new. That's a t- that's like 10, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Black people have been, been killed from the, by the cops since the fucking fifties, nigga. Like the, the fucking slavery. Right. So it's like we're not questioning whether or not you're trans anymore because the first special he was like, "Yo, it just didn't make any sense to me." Mm-hmm. When he made the joke about titty fucking the trans woman money, yeah. that he met at the bar and then going to get breakfast <laughs> or whatever, I borrowed some friction from a friend. That shit was funny. It's <laughs> hilarious, right? <laughs> But it, it's not about questioning whether or not a trans person exists. Now it's about questioning how the like how white people that are in that community are only they just they're minorities when it's convenient. 
And he said that. No, he said it on a special. He day. said all of this shit in plain English. Like, if you write it all out, if you print out the whole fuckers and read that well, shit. we're not getting our way with minorities. When, when, when we are getting our way with white privilege. And when you can outwardly go out of your way, when a gay person, gay white dude, can call out some black folk. I'm sure there's been, you know, some Karens and some fucking Smiths or Thomases or whatever that have tried to get black people out of a restaurant for being too rowdy or mm. calling people out for being in the wrong neighborhood even though they live in the fucking neighborhood. I'm sure some of them Karens are gay. And that's what Samson was talking about. Mm. Within right. our community, white racism... There are racism, bad people in every group. Huh? There are bad people in every group. Oh, there are prejudiced people anywhere, bro. Anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And if there's a white guy and a white woman... Chances are they might not, and they grew up a certain conservative way. Chances are they might not be fond of people of color. That's just what it so is. So I asked this to both of you guys, outside of his platform, because Dave Chappelle has a certain platform. Because I feel like it's a community thing. I think it starts at home. Where do you, where do you, where do you think it stops? Or how do you think to have it? Just it doesn't. You don't have to give me a blueprint. You don't have to give me step by step. But what do you think is the essence of where it stops? I already Are told you. you. He said that he don't want to make jokes about the. No, not Dave Chappelle. I'm talking about I'm talking about community wise because I feel like it's it's an ongoing thing. I think he just brought it to the public light, personally. On cue, that talk they talked about it. On cue, these niggas made a video about it. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, like I feel like with Dave Chappelle, I'm sure he's gonna have that conversation. But I think also by having that conversation. Question for you guys: Are words violence? Words can incite violence. Are words violence? Words no. can incite violence. I, no, I say yes. Excuse me. I say yes. Because she's looking for yes or no questions. So I yes just I answered it. I say yes. That's how I answer it. Words can incite violence. Words, you know, with sticks and stones, words can never hurt. You have to make a decision to be upset by something that someone says to you. Mm-hmm. In the moment, it's very, very hard to control your emotions. Mm. But that's why people tell you, or we've been saying, it's a, it's a phrase, it's been a phrase for forever. Think before you fucking speak. Think before you respond. So the answer to my to this question is no. Words can incite violence, but the per like whoever's saying something that's hateful, you can choose to let it go and move on, or you can meet niggas with these hands, which will always be rated E for everyone, no matter how old. That's it. Sports. That's it. But no, words aren't violent. Words incite violence. It expect because of tone and intention, all that shit. Who it's coming from. But like, there's nothing about what Dave Chappelle said that incited violence. No, because there was not right. There's <laughs> nothing about what he said that incited violence. Not and no trans violence. people got hurt. No gay people got hurt. Feelings got hurt. They chose to be hurt because they didn't want to listen. Then it hit. I'm not. I'm and, not. I'm and not, again, we're make like I'm not gonna make the assumption that people in this community, like a whole bunch of people in this community, act, the motherfuckers that are protesting. I doubt fifty percent of them I even watch, watch the, the fucking shit. special. Yeah. No facts. That's a fact. That's why I said what I said about a lot of them ain't even going on a fucking. They're not gonna meet the first demand because they're so arrogant. They feel like, nah, we get to set the rules. We get to set the precedents. No, you don't. You have no ground there's to stand no, so on. There's a guarantee. There's gonna be people there who say. I didn't have to watch it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I didn't have to watch it. Yes. I read the headlines. Verbatim, though. That's the crazy part. I saw the clips. That was enough for me. So now I'm on board. Say, nah, like, did you actually listen to my dialogue? Did you actually listen to what I was saying? Like, I'm, I'm conveying a message. Being, did you, 
And it's the shit. It's like, yo, like, did you get the message? Like, <laughs> did you get the telegram? And, well, not even did you get it. You don't even have to get it. But did you see it? Mm. Till the end. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of them didn't. A lot of them didn't. Listen, man. And rest in peace, Daphne Dorman, too. Mm. This is a woman that was part of that community that was ostracized because she defended this dude. Because she understood comedy. And she understood that these jokes weren't geared towards making people of the trans community be less than and have no value. He never fucking said that. He never said that. He questioned what people would say if he was like a Rachel Dozer and was an Asian dude in a black man's body. He questioned the silliness of it because, again, people feel like they should have been born a different sex. So they change their sex. Right? Mm -hmm. We have gender roles for men. We have gender roles for women. If you're a trans man, you now are choosing to identify with the gender roles that comes with being a man and vice versa for women. Right? But, um, yeah, you change your sex as a trans, as a trans person. And if you don't go all the way, like that, McDonald still had a penis. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, with titties. It's different. <laughs> yeah, it's it's different. It's just different, bro. Like we're, now we're talking about something else because babies who are born hermaphrodites, that wasn't a choice. Yeah, that's that's science, nigga. Yeah. That's biology. That's how they came out of their mom's womb. Or motherfuckers that are born with a tail and elongated spine and all that. That's not a choice. That's that's literally what science. Like that's how they whatever, bro. Like. Whatever, so whatever X gene or M gene or whatever the gene yes. run with something. Yeah, and that was the one thing that he said in his uh stand up that was wrong. Gender is not a fact. Gender is an ideology mm-hmm. because it breaks down it breaks down again what I said. Men have to do this. They subscribe to these values. Women describe to these values. Sex is what you were fucking born. That's why it doesn't say gender on your fucking ID. It says sex. M or F. Now it might say T. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, never T. Other. No, it'll say T. No, nah, there, there's some that says other. Uh, yeah, or S- I, choose, S- I choose not to answer. MFTO. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's just at this point, man, like I said, he, or he already said he ain't talking about, he ain't making no more jokes about him. Hallelujah. I just want him to get back to cooking. I want to know how to get back to cooking. I want, yo, just listen. That's my shit. Like, let this everyone go in the living room, watch the game. It's Thanksgiving. Let Dave cook. Let him cook. He's making turkey in there. He's making that homemade stuffing that we love. He his his wife made the mac and cheese. She made some 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 fucking some yes, pot stickers because she Asian. That's a racist joke. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just let them cook, man. Let them cook. Know, you, might, you, might, you might get canceled with that. Nigga, and ain't no one canceling me, bro. Asian joke? I don't know. You might ain't get no one canceling me, bro. I think that's the only thing I, I hate. That shit don't I have mean, no power. No, over no me, but bro. I hate I hate that, though. It's like, yo, like, you can't touch about stuff, stuff, some things where it's cool. And, like, I think I saw a meme, matter of fact, where Dave, during his Dave Chappelle shows, was making, like, black and slavery jokes. Nobody said shit. No, yeah. At all. He had a, a white family called the nigga family. Yeah, like, yo, bro. No outrage. No outrage, no outbursts. Everybody keep, keep, keep. The whole community. I'm not I'm not saying. Everybody. I, I white, Everybody Latinos, was keep, keep, keep. 
But as yep. soon as you dress something that's in your community, it's like, nah, I have an issue with that. It's like, yo, fam. Like, to be I, fair, that was 2003 to 5. But either way, like, time. yo, like, come on now. Like, I'm making fun because I'm, I'm black and I'm making fun of black folk. Like, But you got to you gotta take everything into account. This is why the good old days are the good old days. There was less social media, nigga. There was no Facebook in 2004. Yes, there was. No, the fuck there wasn't. Yes, there was. No, there wasn't. I promise you there was. 2006 is when Facebook came out. When we were in high school. Positive. And when it was out, we weren't allowed to be on it. You had to be in college. You're talking about shit like me and Me. Okay, my bad. MySpace uh-huh. was a thing. Uh, was it? Black, MySpace Black, was uh, a thing. Black Planet. There we go. Yeah. Black Planet, Mi Gente. We saw the platform. It wasn't the same. Nigga, you know it wasn't the same. I mean... There were no smartphones. Niggas still had razors. The internet wasn't in your hand. You didn't have a computer in your fucking pocket. Fair enough. There were no fucking apps. Apps weren't a thing. No, fair enough. All of that shit changed. Go ahead, Bree. You was about to say something. This shit off. Bradesia. I don't... Here's the thing. I think that... An asshole is an asshole, whether it's a white asshole, a black asshole, a gay asshole, a straight asshole. An asshole is an asshole. <laughs> and this world is filled with assholes. They're in every group. For me, Dave Chappelle highlighted the assholes mm. in that group. I know you have heard that. And fucking Boosie is a black asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically. <Yeah. laughs> Yep. <laughs> we have yep. assholes everywhere. But yeah, if you man. can't talk about this world's assholes, they win. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> facts. Oh and, and I'm not saying every every person in in every group or one group can be can be considered the biggest assholes. There's just assholes everywhere. Word. Mm. Word. Alright. Transitioning off of that topic, hopefully for a while. <laughs> um, I have a question that I need to ask y'all. Oh shit! No, it's not a bad question. Um, <laughs> he don't like surprises. So, if your age was flipped, how old would you be? I'd be twenty-three. Same. And Bree, you would be three. <laughs> Yo, bro, that's you'd not be fair. three, little nigga. <laughs> That's up there. Yeah. Little Bree. Imagine how adorable she was, nigga. Over there being all inquisitive with a Well, glasses. I did see a baby. I, I, did, I did see a baby picture of Bree. I did see it. I did see a baby picture. I was armed enough to see a baby picture of Bree. And she was most definitely adorable. We're all adorable. I, you, you, nigga, shit. Your little Nigerian sweaters. If <laughs> <laughs> she Niger- ass fucking sweaters, yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're taking the pictures, yo. That's by force. They had you looking like a baby Cliff Huxley. Yo, bro, don't make no type of sense. Sitting with a big ass chain that's like down to my belly button. Like, what the fuck? Why are you putting this chain on me? It looks nice. Was, take, take picture. That was like biggie shit. Yeah, like, like what the fuck? Like, she doesn't no coogee sort of shit. Itchy as fuck. <laughs> like, god Yo, Bree, you really be three, yo. That's crazy. I was Imagine like, a three year old Bree, but can speak like 30 year old Bree sitting here in the chair on the pod. That's dangerous. 32-year-old. That's dangerous. 23-year-old me on this First of all, three and all that room to grow? Oh, my God. Well, all that room to fucking scam and become a billionaire by the time she's nine. Facts. (laughs) That's... Facts. If you could go back in time and give your 15-year-old self some advice about the future, what would you tell them to do 
in order to make sure that you are financially secure by the time you reach present day. I'll go first because Bray technically went first. On yes. Subject. <clears throat> I would say save. Um, granted that my first job went until like 18, I would say save until I actually got like into a nine to five type of job, learn how to budget very well. Um, not do things very impulsive. I was quick to be like, all right, yeah, I got it. Oh yeah, I got it. And financially from the age of 18 to maybe like 24 ish, I was not stable at all. I was not financially stable. So I almost definitely learned to save better. I would take more risk and really buckle down with school. I think um, that was my 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 Achilles heel. I didn't, I felt like I was in and out of school where it's like I take a semester off, go to work. I don't like work. Let me go back to school. Go to part time. Damn, I need this check in. All this extra stuff. I think if I really force myself to be settled with the night with the part time job, budget with the part time job, and really buckle down for the school at, at the I said designated age. I guess um, I think I would have been better off. And I think uh, if I would have took more chances on other opportunities, especially DJing wise and career wise, mm-hmm. because I most definitely wanted to finish up school with just business management. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I would have connected more, I think I would have been in a better position. But yeah, I would have took more chances overall, more chances, mm-hmm. invest, and save. Word. Uh, for me, I'll tell 15-year-old me, yo, go to CC. Don't even apply to any out-of-state schools. Get your associates. And after you've done getting your associates, you'll be 2021. 20, start hitting the stages and, and doing stand-up at 21. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as YouTube makes it easier, easier and more accessible, start a YouTube page. Get on that fucking ball early because a thing called Vine is going to be out in a couple years. Yeah, and that's just going to be booming for about two to three years. Then it's going to go away. Learn how to fucking film, edit, all that shit. And do stand-up. So by the time I get to this age, we doing this shit in the studio, my nigga. Mm. Real talk. We doing it in the studio. We got an engineer. We got the bread for it. Like, it ain't even a... It's an after... Like, we, we, it's the rent's paid. We done paid the rent for the, for the studio time. We just show up and record a couple hours a week, and we dead. Mm. That's what I would tell myself. Because everything that I'm doing right now is going to be lucrative two, three years down the line. Thanks. Everyone got hit with that 18-month fucking speed bump. But now that we over that shit, it's time to eat. And you, Queen Bree. Bridies! Mm. You are living mm. single head ass. <laughs> Bribery, you're black. You can play bass. Yeah, I your stereotypical shit. Yo, facts, like goddamn. Sick and tired of your stereotypes. Be as sick as you want. Just play it, play a little bass line. Bass line. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Boots. Boots. I love when you're deep inside me, Jesus. <laughs> the mute, no, the record label exec was like, no, it seemed like you really love Jesus. 
<laughs> now come over here and put your love inside me, Jesus. <laughs> what? So, wait, what? What the fuck? This are you nigga, about? Uh, yo, them niggas is sick. Shout out to Trey Parker and my stone. But Bree, yes, you. Financial advice to a fifteen-year-old Jew to make you more financially secure, maybe even millionaire. Make sure that you, meaning all of you, your current, your future, um, your interests, your hobbies, your all of it is okay first. Mm. Word. Word. Mm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Now, yo, honestly, I was expecting more. I'm like, because I know. I'll tell you why. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to um, say it, nigga. All shit. right, shit, shit, let me get the meat. <laughs> pause, nigga. You... <sighs> pause, let me dad. get the meat. Yeah, because I'm like, I feel like I got the meat. All right, all right, cool. Oh, let me, oh, I'm sorry, let me get the, right, right. Let me get the white meat. My nigga, the white meat. My nigga, it's okay. You said pause, though. I'm sorry, go ahead, Bray. <laughs> he said, yeah, let me get the meat. <laughs> hey, yo. Let her go, goddammit, shit. Goddammit. Yeah, eager for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you can you let him get the entree so he can shut up? The reason why I say that is because I think if I had put myself first and explored all of my interests as they arose, mm-hmm. I would be in a different place right now mentally and health as well. Mm. Word, man. So. If I be in better sp- space mentally and I'm taking care of me first and and really if I got if it gotta be me only, then I get to explore my interests and take risks on different levels. I get mm-hmm. to um I get to make money in different ways and explore different venues without fear of what would happen because of it. Mm. What happens if I fail? What happens if this? What happens if that? I think mm-hmm. I've I've done a lot of um basing my self worth like making my self worth a reflection of like others. Mm. And by that I mean like I gotta be successful because we all gonna be successful. Mm. And that kind of thinking is dangerous because it's giving, yes, but it's also dangerous because I forgot to give to me first. And if I didn't forget to give to me first, I'd be in a different place. Okay. Well said. Well said. Um, Transitioning. Is there any other comments about this question that we would like to share and explore. That was kind it of took like a, a deep breath. No, nah, I took a deep breath because um this was a response, not in a bad way, and I didn't misinterpret the response. I feel as though when and maybe this is me just thinking like HUD movies and shit where it's like I right, like not yeah. hood movies. Nah, cause you know like oh yeah if I get up out the hood all my people's are good da 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 and like I always hear that with people that we even know it's like yo if I make it maybe we all good but whatever. It's like alright cool and I think somehow, some way down the line, you make sure you're good. But like when I say hood movies, it's like you make sure everybody's good, but then you crash, and then you make sure you're something good. And you always put yourself last. But I feel like now that we're wise enough to say, like, all right, like I'm gonna make sure my people's are good. But it's like, all right, 
Yeah, you get like say for example, take my profession or oh, take my my passion, DJ wise. I'm some big. I'm a big time DJ. I'm DJ clubs for no less than five thousand dollars a night. As I, like, right, yeah, I'm gonna take you with me because my boy's doing a comedy joint. You know, Bree. Yeah, like I love your poetry and whatnot. You know what? I'm gonna have you headline every major poetry slam. Matter of fact, we're gonna bring back Def, Def, Def Comedy Jam. You know, we're gonna headline the whole shit, whatever, whatever. And like, I give y'all a bag. I let y'all invest, but I'm, I'm still good because I'm still doing what I love personally. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of took a deep breath where it's like, all right, I feel as though that you granted in your mind, it's like, I want to make sure this person's good, this person's good, but you're always striving to do better for yourself. So technically in a weird and direction, you're, you're making sure you're good. I don't, and that's why like, I, I only give a slight pushback because it's like, all right, what about your mental space? Yeah. I mean, so I understand where it's like, okay, like she got to make sure she's good, but I feel like you're kind of making yourself good because if you don't do good to a certain platform, Everybody else don't eat, or the people that eat. Not even necessarily eat, but make sure you're there. Well, so here's the to, thing. To some degree. Okay, so here's the thing about that. Mm-hmm. If I am actually to help anybody else, I have to first demonstrate what it looks like for them to help themselves. Okay. And it's not. How do I say? If I'd have made sure I was good, I'd been able to make more of a difference. Okay. Is what I believe. If I'd have made sure that I was good. Okay. Because what happens is things like burnout and things like um, unhappiness and negative mental states and physical mm. negative states. Mm. I found myself I found myself neglecting myself mm. for the sake of others. Okay. And I think that's the part that she was missing. Okay. That's fair. I'm not knocking it. Well said. On both parts. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing it doesn't make me a strong person to be able to forego my needs for others mm, nah. it doesn't make me a strong person it makes me a very given person it makes me a, a, a charitable person it makes me a mm-hmm. self-sacrificing person and a sucker does not make me and a sucker it doesn't make me a good person and it not sure it doesn't make me a bad person facts because I can the, the, the whole idea of giving Mm. Is something that you could spare. Exactly. It's you have not, to have the means. It to doesn't give. have to be your all. And I'm talking in all areas. I'm talking financial areas. I'm talking interpersonal areas, romantic physical areas, times, spiritually, all of these emotionally. things. Okay. That's my best advice because I need to be for myself. That's the best advice because I need to be okay in all aspects. Because if I'm okay financially and not in other aspects, I'm broke. Okay. That's a fact. I appreciate you and letting up my mind, body, and soul. And that's the motherfucking truth <laughs> with some cheese on it. <laughs> Nigga. Is it, is, it uh, cheddar? <laughs> is it cheddar? A provolone? It's cheddar. It's cheddar. Right, cheddar goes best on cheeseburgers. Oh, that's a little um, <laughs> So, our last topic, I mean, certainly not going to be the last thing that we discuss, but short list of agenda items this week. On the latest and final season of Insecure. Mm. It's not the last topic, though. I said it's the last topic. (laughs) But far from the last thing we're going to talk about on this episode. That's what Mm -hmm. I said. Listen, listen. You're acting like the LGBTQ niggas. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yo, if you would have heard this. I know they heard it. They're going to hear this. They're going to hear this. 
hit my funny bone. That's, so what, I hear, uh, that's uh, what I get. I hit my funny bone. That shit hurt. God damn it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on this season, the final season of Insecure, um, first episode, which is crazy, um, Issa Rae and her writers wrote in a storyline with Amanda Sales' character, Tiffany, who in the show is an AKA. And she was wearing AKA paraphernalia. Uh, garb. Garb. Oh, garb. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it wasn't that bright. There was outrage from de- several members of no. the AKAs. <laughs> I'm sorry. And yeah, I am not a Greek person. My two co hosts are part of the Divine Nine. They are members of their own respective sorority and fraternity. So I am going to say nothing on this topic. I am going to turn it over to them and defer to their expertise. So you went last on the first one. Bree, take it away. <laughs> this was a weird one for me. I knew it. <laughs> it was a weird Let one. Let her cook, nigga. You're in the living room. She's in the kitchen. <laughs> it was a weird one for me because um, you want representation for the exposure. Mm-hmm. So the question that I couldn't get from the article, the Essence article, is what part of this character made them feel so stereotyped? Mm, that part. Thank you. That's what I have to understand, and I haven't watched Insecure like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So neither have I. Don't feel I'm, bad. I'm up to season two. That's I'm just <sighs> girl. Wow. It's getting good. I'm telling you, it's like it's like. Wait, gr- but wait, but wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Don't no, we gonna touch? We still talk in the living room talking. Talk about Insecure afterwards, but mm-hmm. um, I just want to figure out because if it's if it's it can't just be that she's wearing the sweater. AKA. It's not. It can't be that she's just wearing the colors. It's got to be. Well, she did actually have their um, colors. No, she had their um, the, uh, the letters. No, no paraphernalia. Shield. Shield. Okay. Yes. And season one, she did. No, but they're talking about they. She was sipping out. They were sipping out um, AKA mug in the beginning, but mm-hmm. the apparently in the episode what I or what I read from the articles in the episode, she had. Something on like a sweater or something. Yeah, the yeah. Sweater, sweater, sweater. Sweater. She had, no, she had a sweater with the colors and it had literally said AK on the side. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Queen. I'm gonna let her finish. So I, it I, did. I, I, it did. Something. And I, I get that. There's a bunch of. Maybe the point is there's a bunch of Greek actual Greek actors and actresses that you could have chosen to play the role. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that part. She in the kitchen. So that's why I was very confused because if I was going to fight for anything, I would fight for having representation that actually represents the people that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Because nobody can play an AKA better than an AKA. Facts. That part. So I'm just like, maybe that's the point. But I couldn't see the negative part besides the fact that she was bougie. But, like, really, GDIs think all black Greeks are bougie. Mm. What is GDI show for? Oh, um, really, all non Greek individuals. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's pretty much think, what it is. Think that Greeks are bougie. Mm. Am I wrong? Um. 
I don't think that way, but I think that's the perception, yes. Personally, I don't think that way, but seeing out before I joined and after, yes, that's most definitely. Because you niggas is hood as fuck. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Niggas is cheap. <laughs> Don't want to kick in the five percent well, on the tip. I'm gonna let her, at the restaurant. I'm gonna let her get his show before I, go, before I go off. I want her to get his show. That's all false, by the way. I'm making her... jokes about my friends that are not true. <laughs> I just wanted to get her shit up. Get your shit up, boo boo. Um. So I'm trying to figure out where the outrage is. Yeah. Why? The, why these niggas is tricky? Specifically. Where? Okay. Bye. So boom. Um. I'm a big Issa Rae fan. I saw, I learned about her through her YouTube channel, and then eventually I started watching Insecure because my, my coincidentally my frat brother Pierre put me onto Insecure. I killed the first season in one night, so I was like, "All right, cool." In the very first season, they acknowledged that two of the characters, the one that you named, and coincidentally, um, Ivan Orji, which is also Nigerian, which is also a character of Molly, she's also AKA, which is a sorority sister. They acknowledge that nothing, no outrage, no backlash, no nothing. It's literally clear as day. They're not wearing paraphernalia, but they're wearing the causations. They have they have an episode specifically showing that um they're in the Greek life. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to homecoming, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All this extra stuff, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. No outrage during that time period. Mm-hmm. No ridicule, no backlash, mm-hmm. no nothing. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I'll even go deeper than that. I actually looked at it. Uh, Issa Rae's YouTube channel, and in her YouTube channel, she actually tweeted out, was like, okay, like, no outlash in this. In her YouTube channel, she's backlash. making, she's, oh, excuse me, backlash. She's making jokes, even though it's not a legitimate sorority sister, but she made a joke because of her college experience. No backlash from that. And lo and behold, you're in season five, which is your final season, there's backlash on that. I honestly thought, I'm like, okay, maybe because she's in our bag, or whatever, whatever. Or, in my mind, I give the better for the doubt. Like, oh, maybe in season one, she did ask for permission. And she cut a chart to say, hey, look, can I put this in my episode? Whatever, whatever. Nothing. She asked permission. No check was cut. Nothing was sued. Nothing was in the public eye. It was like, okay, whatever, whatever. It's like, yo, fam, mm. I'm a black woman that went to college. And this is my college experience. I've seen sororities. I've seen fraternities. And it's a, I'm a reputation of the black community. So what I've seen in this black school was black fraternities and black sororities. So I want to pay homage to that. And when you look at her catalog from all five seasons, it's strictly black artists that sing on her back and like whatever intro track, black uh, act- actresses and actress- uh, actors and actresses. Everything's all black. She's all black. Yeah. She's pro-black. But I mean, she's pro-black to the fullest yeah. T. She's pro-black to the fullest T. And it's crazy because I saw an article and I had to pull it up on my phone because it's like, you're giving her ridicule for this most recent episode. Let's go down the line. Let's go old school. Uh, school Days by Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. G5G. Mm-hmm. Name in. Let's go a little bit further back. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. When Will and fucking uh, Carlton was pledging Greek. Was that a real fraternity? It wasn't a real fraternity. It wasn't a real fraternity. Neither That's... was G5G though. No. G5G what? Is G5G a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. G5G yeah, yeah. I was looking at. I'm not I'm sorry. I'm not in the divine I'm sorry. Nine. I'm sorry. That's so um, G5G is not divine nine. Nine. Yes. So it, there would be no outrage. Oh, what's it's not oh, divine damn. nine? 
it wouldn't be outrage because it's something that is not a part of the Divine Nine. And like my fraternity was the last fraternity to get part of the Divine Nine. I know, nigga. Because beforehand, no, no, no. Um, yeah, because before that it was called the Elite Eight. Then yeah. when we joined, it became the Divine Nine. So, so G5G is it's it's like it's a. Uh, it's like the shit that Rashad and, and Tyrus and them started. No, no, no. Way, oh, oh, no. It's bigger than that, but it's like that. It's more, It's much bigger than that because, coincidentally, the people that founded G5G, we call it our, uh, so my fraternity is Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. Mm-hmm. One, of, the, one of their founding members helped us found our fraternity. And we fought so to why be, aren't they? Why aren't they? Oh, they didn't, they didn't fight. fight for it. We fought for fight. it and was like, yo, we're going to be part of that. Uh, so they didn't see the color purple is what you're saying. Pretty much. So I, 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 I should have missed that fast. I should have missed that fucking fast. Can I get two claps? No. Now nah, you can get, get two. two. I can get two. Get two. You get two. You get two. So, um, so they're part of the MPHC. I fucking can't get my shit off. And I'm not even drunk. I'm just trying to get my shit off. My, but I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're Continue good. Continue to cut the process. So, um, also another <laughs> another another film that came out. I can't recall, but it was also uh, another. You can't film. recall the film. The name of the film is the dude that plays in uh, Grown Up Now, and um, it's on it's on Netflix. I can only show the clip. I can't. I don't know. I don't know this brother. What nigga? I, I'm gonna look it up. It's no. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Shit. Hold on. This nigga coops all over the place. No, because I was laughing. Get that nigga to walk for two minutes. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I apologize. But needless to say, we have. Are you talking about the Brennan Sands movie? Yes, thank you. Got you. Thank you, Brennan Sands. Thank you. I appreciate you. Now that was problematic when it came out. And then, then you got one of our one of our classic TV movies. I mean, a different world. Whitney was part of fraternity. Sorority. Sorority. Excuse me. Sorority. It wasn't a real one. But it's like I get it. And like even um, stop the art. Stop the art one. Stop the art two. Yeah. Granted, they actually knew. But but granted, they're not a real fraternity. And I mean, but they asked legitimate fraternities, i.e. the Qs, i.e. the Alphas, to participate in the film. We they watched. had to. They fought. Yes, but that's that's the reason why they didn't get any outrage, if you really think about and it. And I get that, but it's like, is yo, it though? But it's like, I yo, but my, my, my only concern is that it's like, yo, we've already nationalized this as season one. And season one came out years ago. He didn't say shit. Word. So I was like, now, then you didn't say shit, even prior to when I made, like, kind of like a hee-hee-ha joke from my college experience. All right, cool. Even uh, Yvonne Orji, she uh, went out in the Breakfast Club and was like, yo, like, I got nothing to do with that, whatever, whatever. She was like, right, from my take on it, season one, it was cool. And my thing is, I'm a representation of y'all. Like, I'm not saying I wear the great list. I don't understand that demographics, but I'm playing an actor that plays this. I part. am an Who actor. in the room is actually Greek? Is somebody in their group? And that's what I'm thinking. You gotta I was, look it I was, up. Honestly, I was you gotta it figure up. it out. I was really looking it up in the writers room. Like, okay, like maybe Yvonne. Nope. Maybe fucking uh, Issa. Well, they're not. Well, Issa is one of the only writers. The, yeah, the, but the, 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 but the even, actors are not writers. But even then, Issa Except and her co-writer, which is a gentleman, um, Larry uh, Larry Wilmore, and he's not Greek at all. But it's based off the experience from their college years. But also, like this. But you're playing. But you're playing a. Ca- and I get it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying like, yo, give them the right to do it because coincidentally, it escalated. We're going to nationals. And it's like, oh, we're actually gonna investigate this shit, and we're gonna like, yo, PR shit. Like, you're gonna put our what? Sh-. She's literally looking for bread. The organization is looking for bread. That uh, AKAs, they're looking for bread. 
Because like, yo, you put our shit in the shit, you didn't, you didn't ask permission, so we're going to get some money out of you. And because Issa's on a certain platform, because she has that money, she's getting that HBO bag, and you know HBO bag, they pay top dollar. And I'm like, yo, wait a minute, but she's been doing this prior too, and that was her argument. So it's like, does it seem right that she paid homage to her experience, and it's like, I'm putting this in the episode? Or she she had paid whatever X amount of dollars to be like, I, I'm going to incorporate this. Well, Keep in mind, prior this, this was prior to the episode Aaron because she did it in season one, and she did it on a YouTube page. That's why like, I was kind of conflicted at first. Name in. Oh, shit. She's about to cook. God damn. Let me let you know. Nah, she, I'm listening. Keep talking. Because she's, I, she's trying to judge what I'm going to judge. No, I'm not trying to judge because I, I'm i a tweener. Because it's like, yo, you already did the first two. You did it when you wasn't known. You did it when you started. Now, because you're big, it's like, all right, I need that back. But all I'm saying is like, yo, she's playing a character, and like even the character that played the AKA, which which she had the Gucci fucking belt that was orange, that was that was green. She had the pink paraphernalia, like she had everything. It was everything. Her whole fit was pink and green. So, oh shit, damn. Here's what I want to say. Uh oh. Because I've been thinking about it more and more, and I get why they can sue. I don't get why they are suing. I mean, but at the end of every single um, Divine Nine organization Mm -hmm. is what? That's on a high platform. No, at the end of every name of every organization. Incorporated. 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 Yes. Which makes them a business. Yes. Which makes them an entity. Yes. So... The ownership of that business and that entity belongs to its members. Its members, Facts. and you need express permission in order to use this. Facts. Because it's incorporated. Disclaimer: Nick Cannon did ask permission to put them in South Yard and so, Line. FYI. The outrage. My my question and your question is the same. Why now? But the outrage in itself is technically and legally warranted. <clears throat> I agree. If what you're saying is true and Issa Rae didn't check with the AKAs and meet with the organization in order to um, get some creative ideas on how to display, how to portray Tiffany's character and the, the sorority. There ain't no but. Let me finish. I'm in the kitchen now, nigga. And I'm, I'm making some meat pies because my girlfriend's for the weekend. Get so the pot Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's... If she didn't do that, if she didn't do her due diligence, it's, it's the same. This is no different from a business aspect than the um, Marvin Gaye estate suing Robin Thicke, T.I., and Pharrell. Mm. Because you know good and goddamn well. Mm. You can't take the nigga who was basically the, the fucking... The Usher, Luther Vandrell, whatever. Like, he was Luther Vandrell. Was Marvin Gaye. That nigga, Marvin Gaye. You can't take a song There's and one sample. Mom and get. You can't sample one of his songs without permission from his estate, and not think you ain't gonna get hit with a lawsuit that where you gotta crank out seven million. But why doing? My oh, bro, own, listen, my... listen, listen. I hear you, and I have a response for that. I, I have a response to that. I have a solution as to why that is. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what Bree is saying, she's absolutely correct. If Issa and that crew over there, that that administrative crew over there, at insecure and say, hey. Let's get some authentic AKAs over here. 
Let's talk to them. Let's meet with the organization. Let's, you know, hire them as consultants and completely avoid having to get sued and have them pursue a bag because of, you know, essentially it's um character assassination or character infringement or what's the word? Play, but she's playing a character yeah. that's playing the AKA. I, listen, I get it. And her, and, and I don't like Amanda Seals at all. But you guys think about it like this. <coughs> Say that somebody was portraying your organization mm. and they played up on the stereotypes of your organization in whatever way. Mm-hmm. However brief, whatever. And they did not consult the organization first. Listen, they did not consult the organization first. Mm-hmm. So this is them representing something mm-hmm. that they don't, they are not a part of, and do not have permission to mm-hmm. display. Word, and that's it. That's it. And if Issa didn't, you know, get a consultant from that organization to work on that episode. Bitch is gonna have to pay because she will lose that lawsuit. You know what I mean? They're gonna lose that lawsuit. And that's it. I mean, but to answer your question about why now, I think because in this day and age, five years ago when the first season came out, there were a bunch of motherfuckers who didn't have a voice in that organization or didn't feel like that. I think there's a lot of new blood that was like, nah, I busted my ass to become a part of this organization. And now we got actors and actresses playing us. I don't like that. And they went to their leadership and their president and their whoever. And they were like, you're right. And if it's true that nobody in the AKs at all heard about what was going to be displayed. And because Insecure is one of the most popular black shows. Um, the, it's part one of the, of the biggest, Yes. Uh, bruh. What's like, part of the culture? Because you're saying yes, insecure, No, Insecure. What's, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, people, when I say Insecure, yeah. people already know off rip who the reference that's is. That's why. If this was on you, nigga, it wouldn't even be a thing. But that's the reason why I'm kind of mad about it. It's like, yo, fam, when she was on YouTube and she made a joke about it, nobody said anything. Her first season, when she acknowledged both characters, the main characters that's still here to this all five seasons. I get you, bro. And now it's like, you're doing it now? Like, that's why, like, my, that was because my Because there's money, bro. There's like, money. This shit so is you're a, telling me this shit is about so, so they she, chose their battle. Yeah, like I feel they like they, like y'all, it's a so money grab. In the beginning, it was a it was a battle that might not be worth it, but as things got more progressive, it's like oh, she, right, she so really now, getting a bag. But listen, it's not even about getting a bag because we're reaching more people. Because mm. once something becomes exactly. part of the culture, we're reaching more people. Exactly, and, and more eyes around negative portrayal. See, the, the pregame podcast is real because people can change their minds. Um. Mm-hmm. The reasons that somebody would be mad at that is like the portrayal is reaching larger group, larger groups of people. And now, similar to like a token character that was supposed to represent a black person, mm. whether it was blackface, blackface, whatever, you don't want something that isn't actually a blackface. Why blackface hurts so much is because it's a completely inauthentic representation of us. Right? Mm-hmm. But everybody knows that it's supposed to be us. Mm-hmm. So if I have a brand, which any business is, mm-hmm. if I have a brand and my members prescribe to this brand, if there's any chance that somebody is representing this brand inauthentically, mm-hmm. I am now going to fight for my right to represent my brand. Mm. Which is fair. That makes sense? It makes sense. No, it, it I does. get it. I, 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 I'm, I'm hearing you. 
And no shade towards you, brother. I'm hearing her because of something about that. I, no, I'm not trying to exclude you from the Nigga, y'all agree. Just no, fucking talk. I nigga. know, God but it, it, because of like my thing was like, yo, fam, like you didn't ridicule me for almost like how many years? And now because I'm a certain platform, because I'm making this amount of chicken, now it's like, oh, I'm going to say something. Mm. I mean, like, now, but, mind but you. If, if Greek organizations for everyone that negatively represented their organization, we, they'd have no funds left. But we have a whole, pla- we have a whole platform. Oh, plethora, to be honest with you, a lot of shit was like, okay, Greg is not the Greek letters, but it's like, oh, you're making Greek shit, da 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 da. Like, and, and the reason why I went through that catalog was like from school days to Will's, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air to uh, fucking um, A Different World, um, what other fucking uh, organizations as well uh, from TV shows. And it's like, yo, fam, like, who- you can't touch Dina. You know this. Yeah, first man. <laughs> So are y'all saying that these niggas will come for you regardless? Oh, facts. You can't touch Dina. Nah, facts. Because it's so because it's something that everybody's so heavily involved, and they have the they have the the opportunity. What makes a great team? Nah, facts. What makes a great team? Is you know, I'll put it in simple terms. A good leader, nigga. Is that how many requirements for a good team? Solid motherfuckers. Okay. What else? Yo, why am I on trial, yo? I ain't even divine. Just tell no, me what it's, it's, the it's, it's, She's asking a surface-based question, technically. Is it surface-based? Yes. Um, <laughs> is it surface-based? <laughs> like, yo, let's giggle about this nigga real quick. Nah, this nigga, she trying to... I, let's giggle about this nigga. It's never surface-agree, nigga. She was trying to get into nigga's spirits and shit. Uh, no, but, it's very, it's very uh, sad. What makes a good team? A group of motherfuckers who have a have a common goal that they need to get achieved. Facts. And that are willing to work together in order to achieve it. Facts. Anything else? They need to have a solid leader. Or solid leadership within the in the group of individuals. And that's about it. You forgot one key thing mm-hmm. that makes a successful team. Communication? Communication, obviously, yes. That's by default. That that is unfair. effective communication. Any I said a good team, not just a team. Because a team communicates. Yeah, I mean, effective I mean, communication. Differentiation. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't have like-minded individuals. Uh, not everyone should. You should be like-minded in mission, Mm-mm. but in mm-hmm. as individuals, you <laughs> should have your own shit. Mm. Your morals are about more. Morals are choices. <sighs> are they? Yes, they are. Like, your morals are... Your morals and values are ideologies, ways yes, of thinking. Yes, but it's more centralized. It's more centralized um, in terms of who a person is at their core. So you need your morals to align. You have to believe in the mission. Yes, but you don't necessarily, necessarily need your thought process to align. Because as long as your morals align. Your values, yeah. I got you. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you need people in different areas. For sure. You need people who know about this, someone who knows about that, someone who knows about this, someone who knows about yeah. that. That's what makes a good team. And what's crazy is that people in the D9 are represented in every single profession. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. No one's talking about that, though. We ain't arguing no, but that. that. That's the reason why you don't touch D9. Word. I mean, that's y'all rule. That's not the film or the TV industry's rule, clearly. However, with this new hiccup in the things of 
you're going to represent us the right way, blah, blah, blah. But they always knew that because... Did I feel like they knew that for we a long can't time. Make, we right? can't make the assumption that Issa Rae and Matt writing team. No, knew no, no. That. I can't say they knew that, but I think mm-hmm. the industry in itself has known that for the different levels of representation that they do. So the, anytime you see somebody who's D nine usually in a film or TV series, they're like actually that they have expressed written consent to be that, or they're something else that doesn't exist. Word, and that's and without beating a dead horse and staying on this forever because I didn't want to be on it this long. <laughs> we are going to. Acknowledge that both of y'all have raised really good questions, and if what y'all saying is true, it, like with the overall perception of like, yo, if you're going to represent any of the divine nine, you need to do it in the appropriate way and hire these niggas to be consultants on these projects, so you can avoid things like at oh, least get consent. Like, like you don't have to hire, but at least get consent. Or it's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, but consent comes with a price. And that price could be a consultant or a check. Yeah, first that, of all, and that's what I'm saying. I'd rather na- na- name the last black woman that got HBO back. I'll wait. Um, Sam J. But oh damn, shit. <laughs> so um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. You see I, do, I do this, Regina King. Like I do this. I but I, even I then, do. it's but like, listen, listen, right, listen, okay. listen, listen, right, listen. Right. If you want them to represent your group appropriately, of uh, writing a check ain't gonna do it. Writing a check and saying, all right, boom, here's your check. You got 250000 Donate it to the organization. Do with it what you will. But then you go on and then you fucking represent Iota Phi Theta the wrong way. Hmm. Or you do some shit like Bree said and you represent the stereotypes. It makes no sense for me to cut you a check and not have somebody from the oil come in and actually tell us and consult us on how to portray you motherfuckers. Or, crazy idea, cut you a check for 100000 instead of two hundred fifty. And then pay a bunch of motherfuckers to, to be in the goddamn see. episode or to be in the goddamn film like they did in Stop the Yard. You know what I mean? Like, there's authentic niggas that are part of fraternities in that, part of Greek life in that film. Obviously, the main characters and the motherfuckers in the, in the, in the primary storyline are all actors, but some of them niggas step way too good to just be actors. <laughs> you can tell when they did the little dance, uh, the, the step off. Those are real Nick. Those are real motherfucking fraternities. That's why uh, you know Queen B will always get props for bringing in all the Greek life at Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Like, because representation matters. Like you both were saying, um, well motherfucking done on the part of Issa Rae to be creative enough to do that. Um, because I think it's important. She's always gonna be pro black, and I love her. I love her to this day. She I know you're in love with a teeth, just like me. You think she got a giraffe neck? Do you think she got a giraffe neck? I'm just asking. I know she's married now, but she got some teeth. I'll tell her she got some. You think she bites when she gets head? On that. <laughs> yo, stop. Yo, Bri, you're not making this better, yo. So Bri thinks yes. I'm asking you. Well, I didn't say anything. Well, I, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. I'm not in this. You shook your head with that Bree Bree smirk that you Listen. do so lovely, and that was passive-aggressive shade. That's how it's you shade people. And you're rubbing your arm weird, too. Did you smoke weed or, or take a hit of ecstasy? Why are you rubbing yourself like that? See, exactly. You, shut her down. First but back all. to you. No, 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 first. How do you feel? Like, yeah? No? Let the queen speak. She will after you speak because it's your no, turn. No, because she want to speak. She going to speak. I mean, I asked you a question. She's trying to go in the kitchen. Listen. 
She's beating me in, in uh, South Park Stick of Truth right now in the living room. You're the nigga that's making the Joel off. Finish um, the fucking Joel off. So. Bitch nigga. Why are you a bitch nigga? First, Because you a bitch nigga. I'm not a bitch nigga. I'm a nigga, but I'm not a bitch nigga. Who happens to be a bitch. No, I ain't Finish. no bitch today, goddammit. Okay, but I see you. Flexing your titties. I, I see you. Because <laughs> I see your titties. I said flexing your titties. I'm not flexing my titties. Sticking your chest I got, out. I got a little... Finish, I nigga. Goddamn. Can you make the jaw off? I'm hungry. Yeah. Only the protein is done. Exactly. You got to wait. I mean, the, the food is cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but, needless to say... I need new motherfucking best friends. Uh, you are a fucking liar. Hey, hey, hey. I'm never drunk. 2003, bitch. Yeah, 2003. I remember that. 18 years. God fucking damn it. 18 long, painful. It don't matter. It was so fucking years. God damn it. I feel like I've been but, long. Uh, been like, <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. I'm joking. I will say this. With or Issa Rae, give her her flowers. She's, at, you know, it is what it is. Whatever she gets paid, whatever bag she gets paid, fuck it, whatever. She's all about representation of black people. Representation. Rep- representation. what my nigga said. Yes, because I'm drunk right now, nigga. I was trying to, like... He still... just said he wasn't drunk two seconds ago. <laughs> two seconds ago. I wasn't. But, whatever. Representation. <laughs> Say it again. Say it, it... Either way. Say it again. I'm not saying that. Say it again. Yo, give her her Say it again. No, I ain't going to say it again. Say representation again. Nope, nope. Please. Rep... I'll give you $5. Rep-pen-sentation. <laughs> Representation. <laughs> this nigga said rep pen. <laughs> oh, rep pen. Sententation. <laughs> Yo, I'm she's a, rep- she's a representative of the world. This nigga. Yo, you said it right the first time, and then I you've been fucking it up ever since. No, because you want to call shit. Uh-huh. Needless to say, needless to say. You said let him cook it, y'all here. Yeah, exactly. Shut your ass up. It's hilarious. This is great. This is great for the episode. Keep in mind, he said I'm in the kitchen. Now he went poke his in the kitchen. You were in the kitchen 10 minutes ago. Then she was in the kitchen, and I was in the kitchen. All right. It's technically still my turn to cook. Needless, needless to say. Yes. Pay your dues. Yes. Whatever, whatever. I hope the shit pans out. <laughs> Wow, Jesus Christ, why are you so laughing, Mom? Cook, nigga. Don't pay me no bond. I'm off no, the mic. No, you're laughing. It's not fair. <sighs> Shit. This nigga said rap pen sentimentation. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. I don't even know. Fuck it. Uh, we go. know you don't. It's called a pregame podcast. You're supposed to be drinking. Yeah, and you got drunk. I'm not After drunk. You said you weren't. You, you, you nigga. Are you bipolar too? No, 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 no. Are you bipolar too? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This Tell nigga me. don't remember shit. No, I said I was. Are you going in and out of like drunk coop, civil coop, drunk coop, civil coop? Yes, what because. What are you doing right yes, now? Yes, because it's something I paced myself. So when you listen to the episode back, I'm like, all right, cool. He's he's consciousness. He understands what's going on. He's saying his points. Who's he? You? Me, yes. I'm speaking to me. Oh, so now you're speaking in the third person. Yes. Got you. So once you get to this point, it's like, okay, he's drunk because we're getting to the end. That's all. Got you. I so there's a part to- so the the bipolar part of you was sober as fuck. <laughs> and breaking it's all It's not bipolar. Down. I was sober up until a certain point and I'm drunk. But never mind. <laughs> finish. You you was cooking in the kitchen. The the stove is on. You got now it. Finish news, making your meal. Now, now my noodles is all burnt and shit. Goddamn. But 
Anywho, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was really looking forward to those egg noodles. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> but um, nah, man, listen. With Issa, no, nah, no, nah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get my final thoughts. I can't get my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Y'all laugh anyways. What is the matter with him? That's him. Fuck you, nigga. You was laughing for six minutes just you now. Was, you really was. Fuck was you. What? Bradija. I don't give a damn. What is the matter with him? This nigga couldn't even say it without being. She held her breath when she said that shit. I know. Because she's she still did. laughing. Look. I know she Who's did. laughing now, you cocksucker? That's anyway, right. finish. Either, either way. Hey. hey. Either way. Um, I'm a little upset that the fact that now they're coming at her neck. But if she has the bag, pay it forward. What she's going going to. She no, nah, I know she. I know she she's going to lose the lawsuit, to, bro. She's, I don't think. I don't. I don't remember. Got. I don't think it got to a lawsuit. And maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. They sue. will sue you, nigga. You're the one who said. Whoever found that shit was like, oh, I didn't fucked up now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you said you scolded, you combed through everything, and then you said that the president of the AK is gonna the, the, they're gonna look into it. You said not, they're gonna no. pursue legal, see if they can pursue legal action. Yes, legal so action. a lawsuit's probably gonna come, but it, it, it might even it might not even come. No, nah, I don't think it is because the, the, the Oliverian Morgan. They're gonna the Oliverian Morgan that shit, oh and they're God. gonna settle out of court. There'll be an undisclosed sum. Either Whatever way. damages. Either way, you know what I mean. Character I'm, assassination. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's gonna get to that point. I hope it doesn't get to that point. If it does, then fuck it. Is what it is. Personally, I don't think it's gonna get to that point. And I mean, it's this is her last season. I don't know what she has project planned afterwards. Like I know she's been dabbling in the movies and whatnot, but like that's all about. She's writing a. She's, she's got a show that, coming out about Bowling Hills. Yes, but they're also talking about a spinoff based off uh, Yvonne Orji's uh, character Molly. I don't want to watch it. Nah, it might actually be good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you seen a stand up. You seen a stand up? I don't like her as a stand up. Oh, wow. But uh, again, I'm Ole, so I'm okay, fair enough. Um, that's my fault. And I up. try not to watch a lot of stand up, especially niggas that are actors first, because they're not funny. To me, like, just like a lot of motherfuckers don't want to put respect on artists who become actors. There's only a handful of them that are successful. But anyway, mm. wrapping that up, um, I just want to, we're done with topics. I just want to take this time, thank my co my co-host Bri Bri for not only coming to my show yesterday, the inaugural comedy show at Revival Brewing Company, that, which is going to take place. Every third Thursday of the motherfucking month, and it's going to feature myself as either the host or one of the comics in the lineup, and I'm going to bring in a bunch of different motherfuckers that are hilarious to entertain the crowd and talk their shit, but Bree came through last night, and not only did she come through last night, but on 24 hours notice, the day before, I called her up, asked her if she could be my dog person, she agreed, and she collected all the bread, signed everybody in, and... Stayed for the show. Bree, how did you feel about the show? Break it all down. Mm. First and foremost, thank you for that. I appreciate it. You saved my fucking life. Because if you didn't, if you weren't there to do that, it's not that I don't trust my nigga Yepes. It's not that I don't, don't trust my nigga Bacon. But I'm finding in my older years, more and more, that when it comes to finances and cash, women are just more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Niggas get tempted by the by the green way that too part. easily, and I don't know. And this is not a knock on either one of these brothers. I I don't know if I would have picked a random person or whatever. I just don't know how it went. And I know that you have a very social personality, even though you are very reserved. 
um, because you are you are a alpha alpha female, but you're an introverted alpha female well, with extrovert also, tendencies. You know what I'm saying? Let me cook. Your black ass is in. You're in the bathroom right now, taking the shit. No one should be able to hear any of your thoughts. I was gonna give her flowers and say she's an observationist. Okay, you can do that. That's allowed. Good job. It's true. I appreciate you. What did you think about the show? Cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like mad at you, nigga. But when I'm talking, but I was gonna. You can't talk while I'm talking. I was gonna add to it. Say, yo, bro. Can I add something real quick? I'm sorry. I'll keep on one. See that? Communication tips. Effective. Short and sweet. Okay. See that? I'll keep that one. Because if I did that to you, yeah, you ain't going to have a damn plane? No, not even. That little ass plane you flying in, nigga. I'm in 747s. You in them little free planes. Hey, it's free. Go ahead. <laughs> that was a terrible comeback. But <laughs> the last um, Go ahead, Brie. So... <laughs> like a I, crazy, bro. <laughs> I thought it was a good show. I, I really liked the venue, right? Yes, it was good. Surprisingly, I, I didn't think they had it. a raised area. I was promised that and it didn't happen, but it is. Um, but it was a dope vibe. I liked the order of events. That was good. The order of the comics? Yes. Word. Um, I think that was really good. I think they played off each other very well to keep the show like going. It was just an uh like it was a great amount of funny but different types of funny. A thousand percent. Um and it was good. I think you appeal to different types of the crowd and I think you have your jokes that do that. So like somebody in the crowd knows something about something that you're talking about because it's something that everybody knows about and either likes or dislikes. Word. So Word. I had a good time. I appreciate you. Thank you for that. Um, I was overwhelmed with gratitude last night for a multitude of reasons. Um, it's the second time that I've curated a, sh- a show at a new venue. First time I've curated a show was the Brent shows. You've been to most of them. Thompson has been to most of them. You guys know that. But this is the first time where like everything goes through me. There is no middle management. There is no third party. It's all me. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the exception of the actual venue space, but whatever I need for this show, I make that decision. It's not based on anyone else. It's me. It's the venue saying, hey, what do you need from us? I need this, I need that, and I need that. Excellent. We'll make sure that it's ready the day of the show. And that the only thing that we didn't have was the elevated platform, but they're used to having shows in the back on the stage, in the back outdoors. Can't do that no more. Everything got to be inside because it's winter now. So it is what it is. But I was overwhelmed with gratitude. I think I had like seven or eight guests that pulled up um, on the strength of me. And then we had we had about six or seven like authentic, just like off of looking at Revival Brewing's calendar guests. And that always makes me feel good. That always makes me feel good. What was the cherry on top of the Sunday for me was that I got to pay everybody. Everyone got compensated for their fucking time. Everybody. You included. And I saw you like. It's like, okay. Uh, I like, did it for free. I'm like. No, nigga. We, listen, you're going to donate 40 hour of your time, hour 30 minutes of your time to like sit at a table for me and collect niggas money. You're getting paid for that. You know what I mean? So 
I was able to pay all the comics good pay. Good fucking pay. What they what they deserve. I was able to pay you. I was able to pay Katya. I gave her ten dollars less than what I gave you, but that's you're my nigga. So you're always gonna get more than somebody that's sitting next to you unless it's star or something like it. You gonna get you gonna get paid more. That's just what it is. And black privilege. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um But yo, and then shout out to I shout out Yeah, of course. Shout no, out to Shout out to Jabron for making it happen. You know, I have my nah, reservations. Nah, nah, fuck, nah. I have my reservations. I, I feel different with Jabron. Listen, you wanna do that on the pod? Listen. You wanna do that on the pod? Because he ain't gonna hit me back. Hey, try again. And, and I'll tell him that we'll talk about that off the pod. Bless, Bless. hello. Um, but shout out to Jabron for making it happen, man. I mean, you know, he's a busy guy. He's the events manager over there. He got me to fly late, but I'm not complaining because we still were able to sell 13 to 15 tickets beforehand. And then we ended up doing like a little over 20. No, I, I was impressed by the numbers that we did. So it it's crazy. It's just, it was just dope. It was just dope. And like I said, everybody ate. And I am that type of dude that I want to make sure if I throw an event, everybody motherfucking eats. Everybody eats. And what's more important is that Jabron's superiors were happy with the show. They were happy with the content. Nobody was offended. They thought it was great. They're excited for next month. And... We going to cook. I ain't going to ask for nothing crazy next month or December, but in 2022, I'm getting your black ass in I'm getting, I'm, we going to get our own, yo, I have two people that are fucking amazing poets. Actually, I have three, and I would love for us to do, like, one of, I know y'all got, y'all do your poetry shows, but I, like, I'm talking about a a monthly joint, another monthly joint, or at, at the very least, let my three people, my three people, my two guys and my gal, let them host the night over here. See how it goes. See what kind of audience they can attract. And then go from there. Huh? DJ. Nigga, I will talk with our friend, our new friend, about whatever it is you're trying to do over there. We're going to talk about it. I'm trying to set the vibe, B. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to set it. But yeah, so thank you, <laughs> thank you again for being there, yo. It was dope, great crowd. Um, my set in particular, mm. because I love your constructive feedback. Mm. Break it down to me, yo. What worked? What didn't work? Mm. What do I need to change? Mm. On the spot, yeah, that's right. Okay. Break these, yo. Heat check. Okay. Um. I think the Harry Potter versus Lord of the Rings joke can be broken down shorter mm. for a quicker response time. Okay. Um, you said something different with the flatulence joke. Yes. Kind of felt like it got a little off track. A little. What bit. I'm used to hearing. Okay. So it 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 hit, but it didn't hit like it should have hit. It didn't hit like it used to hit. Yeah. I got you. Understood. I stretch everything out because I had more time. Honestly. Because you went to the Yeah, you went to you went to the block party, public. I interacted more over there. And the joke was shorter because I didn't want to 
I didn't want to be up there more than 20 minutes. So, like, everything was concise. Um, I wish you were fucking happy to record my set so I could watch it back. But My positioning wasn't good because, like, here's my thing. People say, oh, oh when the show starts, you said when the show starts, go sit down over there. Nah, sit here. Because while the show's going on, people are going to hear that. They're going to want to walk in, and that's how you get money. Yeah, exactly. People are going to tell a friend, and a friend's going to be like, nobody's sitting at the table. I'm just coming in. Mm-hmm. Now you lost. Now you lost out on money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not what that was. For. Word. Nah. I and I appreciate you for doing that. Um, but I also hear you because the sets, the sets I'm gonna change. I'm not. I'm not of the mindset that I want to do the same jokes, but I don't want to deliver them in the same there, way. There was something that you added that like made it longer. Yeah, but like not made it longer in a good way. It made it longer in like. We're going here and then we're going back to here. Gotcha. It wasn't one of those like. It felt like an unnecessary pit stop. Gotcha. Say less. I appreciate that. And but this is me being like someone who goes to and heard every time I delivered that joke. Yes. I appreciate it. You know what's crazy? I had one critique from somebody who I would love to. Busting raw, um, but that's not gonna happen. With all due respect, Wowzers. Um, and she came yesterday and she had a date. I mm. You know, it is what it is. But anyway, she told me that the one joke that threw her off was the Harry Potter Lord of the Rings joke because she doesn't, she's not familiar with any of that shit. And I was like, okay, I I respect the honesty, like I do, because I know that that's not for everybody. Not everybody is into that shit. That's not everyone's childhood. That's my childhood, and I'm a blur. I said it when it didn't do what I wanted it to do. I was like, I'm a blur, da-da-da. And that, me saying that actually earned us a guest appearance on the podcast with two of the brothers that was there from a nigga JB. And they haven't hit me up yet, but when they do, we got work to do. But, Mm. um, yeah, I think out of all the sets... Mine had the most, like, balance. June is always going to be June. He's always going to be outlandish. He's always going to talk shit. He's always going to have everybody like, yo, did this nigga really say that? His brand, his style of comedy is, he can't do that for 60 minutes. Facts. It's unsustainable. He knows that, though. I think he knows that. We've talked about it. He wanted, I've asked him to headline before at the Brunch Show and at the PVD Fest Show. He did 15 minutes. 15. Headlining is no less than 20. And no less than 25. Well, no less than 20, but definitely more than 20. 25, 30. He just doesn't do it. He can't, Because what he wants to do is roast the crowd. And you can't roast the crowd for 60 minutes. It's impossible. You have to learn how to tell stories. Mm. Not just the stories about you. You need to learn how to tell stories about shit that you are taking in. Shit that you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that you're processing on a day to day, you have to be... That's not his style. You know what I'm saying? And I've committed myself to the storyline style of comedy only because... Those are what all of my goats. 
that's what they've done. Eddie, Rock, now Chappelle, George Carlin, Bill Burr. That's the way you got to do it. I'm not a punchline comic, never have been. I might throw in one punchline in a 20-minute set, and I'm cool with it. What I did yesterday, based on what I can remember, is that I never, ever not had y'all attention. The whole time I was up there, I had y'all attention. It never felt like I lost it. I could be tripping. I'm not sick. But the whole time I was up there, I didn't hear no side conversations. I didn't hear no murmuring or whispering. No nothing. I didn't see no wandering eyes. Y'all looked at me the whole time I was on that mic. When John went up and opened and did his uh, his opening set to kick the show off, I saw mad niggas not paying attention. I saw mad niggas distracted with other things. I saw a lot of his punchlines that I've seen him deliver before at the Comedy Connection and fucking kill. Absolutely do nothing. Not bomb, but do nothing. Which is why after I smoked my set in a positive way, instead of him going up there thanking everybody, thanking Revival, thanking Gibran, thanking the comics, shouting them out and getting the fuck off the stage, he went up there for another five minutes to tell another joke that kind of really didn't hit. And these are all things I'm thinking about. As a comic, as a critic, as a booker, promoter, whatever. It's all the things that I'm thinking about. Because his set was then. It was it was it was okay. But then JB goes up and he fucking kills. And so whatever was funny that John had, whatever funny moments he had in that ten minutes are erased immediately because now JB is the new nigga. Like he's oh fuck. Like recency bias. This guy, he he's on it. He leaves. John brings up June. Who the fuck where's he been all night? It's only a four comic show, but where the fuck has this guy been? And then I go up and it's like, oh shit. Alright. This nigga about to tell us some shit. And I told y'all some shit. And you listen to all of it. And that's all I care about. I care about you laughing, bacon, yepes, uh, tiara. Shout out to her. She came by herself like a thug. That's my nigga. Um, Penelope. Like, I care about the motherfuckers who came to see me specifically based off of my promo. Within two days, I was able to get like nine people in that bitch. Sorry, I love that. So, yeah, man. Thank you again. Shout out to everybody that was a part of it. And I can't wait to do that shit again next month. With five fucking topics. Actually, four and a half. We were able to get a hundred, an hour and 41 minutes of podcast. I just want to put that on record. An hour and 42 minutes of podcast. Just want to put that out there because we really do this. We're nice as fuck. We're really good at this podcasting thing. Last, um, last minute words, comments, statements, questions. Now is the time. I feel like... This is such a positive time coming after like such a negative time and like all aspects that I look at in like life in general mm-hmm. like I feel like the start of this decade was worse was as bad as we thought Y2K would be <laughs> word but it never was like nothing happened it really wasn't the whole world hit pause in 2020 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of things crashed. Friendships crashed. A few friendships crashed. Several. Lots of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like, shit changed, people grew. And Mm-mm-mm. the decade can only, like, go up from here, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. But you're right. 100%. Cool. Red Velvet. My last words. Um, I'm drunk. No, I'm not drunk. You're tired, boss. I'm, t- I'm, I'm broke, tired. baby. I'm told I'm tired. Yes, I'm tired. But um, my last minute shout out, it would be to my godson and my son because they're three years apart. Shout out to my godson turning three. Happy birthday to you, RJ. RJ. Happy birthday to you, Zion. Zion. Happy birthday, dear little niggas. Happy birthday to you. Your dads are some hoes. What? Your dads are some hoes. Uh, uh. Your dads are some hoes. Your dads are some hoes. Wow. Woo! Alright, spring break. Take off your top. Show us your boobs. Yeah. Shout out to my, my nigga Rashad. My nigga Thompson having kids out here, three years old, badass little boys. RJ and Zion, that nigga, he French, nigga. He ain't even <laughs> Zion, Zion. That nigga Zion, bro. Fucking hate and Zion. <laughs> them niggas but, in the French mafia. But happy birthday to them little niggas, man. Real shit. Real I talk. Mean, um, My nephews. I, 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 I ain't even met it. RJ yet. What? Yeah. Hey. Talk to your friend Rashad. Hey, talk to my nigga Rex. We, listen, we, my nigga Overbite. He he done bought a house and acting like mm-hmm. he don't even got my number no more. But happy birthday yeah, to my motherfucking nephews, yo. Real shit. Mm-hmm. Love both of y'all. Even yeah. though I only met one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, King. But, my bad. Uh, same, Walking man, like, back to the world. Happy, world. happy, happy birthday to y'all. Um, you know what I mean, like, as a blessing. Oh my god. <laughs> I just um maybe just me here for being, you, just just me being a dad and all that stuff and just like um seeing my son grow and just develop the the person that he needs to be and just trying to navigate him and who he's supposed to be. I don't want to be me. I want to be my father. I want to be his mom. I want to be his grandfather. I want to be nobody else but him and him only. Zion. That man and um, Zion Kuti. Um, I'm happy that he's developing who he is he needs to be and understanding life. Granted, I understand it's early and all that stuff. And the same thing with my, my godson, I mean, RJ. Like, yo, be you and be unapologetic you, no matter what. Unapologetic. Unapologetic you. Unapologetic you, nigga. Oh, my God. Unapologetic. <laughs> Excuse me. If you ain't apologetic you, oh <laughs> I don't know why the fuck you existing that way. I'll say it, try to talk some shit. Unapologetically, you. Hallelujah, wonderful. Yes, what a God. He said it right. Needless to say, I want you to flourish, kings. I mean, and um. You better be unapologetically you. Yes, as a whole. Unapologetically you. Whoop whoop whoop. 
Jerry. I'm not just calling Jerry. Bring your Susie on my side. Susie on my side. I'm sorry, just hit. It just hit. It just hit. It just hit. Nigga, that cadence was amazing. Nah, you did that. You did that, nigga. Needless to say, I have both of y'all. With your Philly Pirates hat on. Wait, man. It is what it is. And then what I don't even watch. I don't. I do. I'm a little dab. I do. No, you bet on baseball. That's different. No, listen, I'm walking right back to the I know. Let me right. But. Um, Let's go, Patriots. Needless, I need another touchdown to cover the spread. Yeah, yeah, But needless to say, then I mean, I'm happy these kings are growing up and princes. Up. They're princes. They're not kings yet. They're gonna be kings. They're going to be, but yeah. right now they're princes. I'm speaking of existence. They got those little little you tiny. They got speak to Yeah, they're, they're going they're to be, be kings. kings. They're gonna be kings. Right. Right. A lot of parents say their kids are gonna be these great things, but make sure you hold yourself to that expectation no, so they know what it looks like. True. How friends. And I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that I've learned from my tenure and that I learned from my father and his father. I mean, who aren't heavy. I just want to, I just most definitely want to pass that along to my kid. And um, I just want to be great. And I want my, ne- I want my nephew to be great. And uh, I'm glad they're here, they're alive, they're well, they're breathing. And that's it, man. I'm, I'm, this is a beautiful weekend, man. The fact that my son and my nephew, I mean, my godson, is only three years apart, it's a blessing. Word. I'm, I'm happy three that. months apart. No, three days. Three days. Oh, three, three days, days apart. Yeah, three days 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 apart. Days. Like, what the fuck? No, three days no, apart. Said three days. I said, yeah, because Zion's birthday's tomorrow, right? You did slur a little. I did. I just slur. I apologize. Um, oh, the nigga was born on Halloween. He was born on Halloween. He was supposed to be on a, technically the 14th, and RJ was technically with you first. Of hey, yo, that's uh, how due dates but, work. Yeah, and that's why I don't play it by due dates. I mean, and I'm just like, yo, listen, they come when they wanted to come, so. Uh, to see them that's both. because of like date of insemination exactly exact science exactly exactly and i'm glad they're both doing healthy they're both alive they're doing they're striving better only thing and mr the father of my my godson i told him like yo bro you gotta take that binky off that binky he's three get that shit off but i understand the demographics as a parent fellow parent but um yeah man i'm happy man this is a beautiful weekend uh you know unfortunately i won't be able to see my son in the presence but the fact that i know he's alive and he's doing well i can't complain can't complain at all so you can't see what not like more so physically because i my promise to myself i saw a man drunk i'm sorry the promise to myself was to be there for every birthday been there for his first birthday, been there for his second birthday. Unfortunately, not there for his third birthday because, you know, I'll disclose that outside the podcast. But um, the fact that he's doing well and the fact that he's just blossoming who he needs to be, I'm happy about it. And um, and I mean, I get to spend time with my nephew tomorrow, even though it's brief. And just say I'm be there. And um, the fact that my son's 73, I'm happy. I'm blessed, and he's doing well. He's breathing, and he's 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 being he's being like a typical three year old. That's all. Learn shit, fuck up shit, and that's it. So I'm happy. So salute. My, my week and weekend's going good, but that's my my checkout. I guess. Word. Bring your checkout. Uh, looking forward to a good weekend and a great week. I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I chose joy today. And, and joy. A few bumps, a few hiccups. And uh, rain. I'm sorry. 
Because we're choosing joy. No, it's stupid, motherfucker. But no, but tenderness is right. I know she's right, but we don't okay. care about pain. We don't want to talk about pain. And you want to be joyous. So joy, ha, ha, it rained. It rained a lot this week. But now, tomorrow is going to be. So what you're saying is rain is necessary, pain is not. Yeah, that part. That part. Kind of. That part. I mean, yeah. Listen, I, look, I, try, I try to it, listen but is it necessary? I try to listen. That's not always on the motherfucking hey, hey, uh, hey, this hey, hey, time out. Hey, time out. Is it? Hey, time no, out. Exactly. Let the queen let her plan. Yeah, let her cook, nigga. She's making the fucking stroganoff. What's wrong with you, my nigga? You're fucking wild in the day, boy. No, no, my, my nigga. <laughs> I'm about to look at Brie like, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Just let her make the stroganoff, nigga. I like the stroganoff. I like the potato salad. I ain't gonna hold you. It all depends on who makes it. Continue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a lot. I'm Yo. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, am I a fucking asshole? No, you're not an asshole. Am I a jerk? It's a valid point. Am I a distraction on you, this podcast? You made a valid no, point. No, I'm asking you. Like, you don't, don't, don't answer like. Like non controversial because answer the question. Am I an asshole? Am I a distraction on this podcast? Am I doing too much? At certain points, yes. All right. Tell me what I'm doing that's too much. Say less. Say less. You want me to say less? Okay. In general, just say less. That's all. Say less. That's all. Bomb. Bree, you. I like the distractions. (laughs) (laughs) I just feed into the shit. So I can't even call it out because I always feed into distractions and we always distract each other. So if he got to be better, we all got to be better. Facts. Oh, accountability. Look at this one. Making it all about the team. I this love it. This is why she's a good leader. I fucking love it. This is why she's a good I leader. I love it. I <laughs> love See it. what I did there? I <laughs> turned your whole fucking philosophy on its head, you bitch ass nigga. But it's just. <laughs> Why'd you be a Goddamn. No, shit. It wasn't about you. We pointed to her. me. I pointed no, to I her. Like all right, all right, back to the yeah. <laughs> It wasn't about you. It was literally. I'm so I hope all of our listeners choose joy. Hey, and every pain. single day. And <laughs> see <Sweet music>. you <laughs> um, <laughs> Yo, look at them. Yo, I'm, a, I'm so sorry because we should have been done like 20 minutes. Ago. I know, but hey, fuck it, it me. Happens. Why? Such a charmer. It happens. I'm shutting up. I'm not saying nothing else. I think that choosing joy is hard, but you gotta choose it. You gotta look for it. You gotta find it. Um, Also, like, if you choose joy, don't choose to be selfish. Not that kind of selfish. I mean, the pregame podcast is a gift you can give someone that costs them nothing. Mm. And benefits them in many Mm. ways. Mm. We talk about three things. Real shit, fuck shit, and current events. Nice. <laughs> That's it? Tell a friend. Yeah. Mm. To tell a friend. Mm. To tell their mother. Mm. Or the person in their life who talks the most could be their uncle. Mm. About the pregame podcast. Mm. Don't be stingy. There's a difference between being selfish and being drop. about self and being stingy. Don't be stingy. Share. 
like, bars. subscribe. FYI, Amadea is a drop. I'm going to get that in a drop. No bullshit. I'm going to play it as a DJ. Get now. it as a drop, DJ. And then engineer Not right. BJ. I said DJ. I just said BJ. No, I did not. Okay. I, I anyway, my brother. Uh -huh. This is Ole. Signing <laughs> off for the pre-game podcast. Hey, why are you coming from my life? Episode 241. This is October 29th, the day before the eve of Halloween. Mm. And we love you. We appreciate you in Jesus' name. Hey, nah, we'll see y'all niggas next week on some real shit. Uh, <laughs> it's a good episode. Bree Bree, aka Bristol Soldier, aka Bree Bree Speaks, aka Bree Speaks, aka Bradesia, my nigga Thompson, aka Cool, aka Cootie, aka DJ Incredible, aka Red Motherfucking Velvet, your boy Wole, aka Wolda Stand Up, aka A. Hey, what's that nigga Wole gonna say now? I don't like that nigga. We here and we ain't going nowhere. We love y'all, we appreciate y'all, we respect y'all. And until the next episode of the pregame, man, we'll holler at you motherfuckers. Stay black. As if you had a choice, right? Peace!